0: The deal is this <laughs> Tell you when I was a kid that read drop a hand on most an spew. Tell you, when I was a kid that read, drop a hand on most and Orish, real, real, meal. Real, real, real. They're <laughs> I'm pissed. Real, 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 real. They are pissed? <laughs> by the time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer.
1: And I'm Gary Butterfield.
0: And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about all things X-Men. And we're back with more Grant Morrison, new X-Men. Here comes tomorrow, issue three out of four. Uh, I am super excited, Gary. We're getting to like Mm -hmm. the crazy end game of this entire arc that we've spent the last few months chatting about, and I'm pretty here for it. This is when it starts getting good. Yeah, the,
1: the crazy end game. Uh, Emma Frost and some unnameless mutants holding up in a building with humans <laughs> fighting them while Scott and Beast get knocked out by robots. Yeah. The climactic end to New X Men <laughs> with <laughs> the last Austin's. two
0: issues. Bright um, new morning? I think that's what it's called. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. It is, but with morning spelled the uh, the bad way. Uh, well, um, well, I don't want
0: know that. Where I was being obtuse. This I don't want to I don't want a bright new morning. That sounds terrible. Well, uh, like he's
1: he's a master wordsmith. Is he? Is he? Uh, it's the kind of yeah. It, it's called irony, sweetheart. Look it up.
0: How do you? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to like verbally say citation needed, but like citation needed.
1: <laughs> well, you just use, use the word. It's <laughs> a, ver- a fucking amazing sentence. I, mean, I don't know how to verbally say citation needed, but citation needed.
0: You <laughs> need a shorthand for that where you go, ah, and everybody just knows what you mean.
1: And then that means. <laughs> yeah, what are <one> those? <laughs> yeah, great. Um, cool cover. Yes. Again. Uh, we got the beast uh, in, you know, bathed in Phoenix flames with his cool like villain cloak. Yeah. Looking, um, looking nice like looking.
0: somebody just dropped a deuce in his cat box. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah. You motherfucker! <laughs>
1: somebody other than him. <laughs> That's we'll mine. He's got to stop shitting in my cat box. Polyod,
0: right. get out of my cat box. How many times do I have to mm-hmm. tell you
1: more? If I must say, <laughs> until I have to tell you not to, um, yeah. And we start off with another kind of like, uh, it's not a, a flashback, but it is another area. Uh, you know, cause we, we, the uh, proud people were the European kind of resistance, mm-hmm. the sublime. And we're seeing the, the Pan-African, uh, resistance, um, which is termites. Yes. Uh, you know, sentient termites that can like operate dark souls levels. Like this looks like An Orlando shit. And one of them's ringing a bell. And, uh, but they only speak in like little <laughs> noises.
0: I like that the, uh, like they don't really explain this. Like they just say stuff like, oh, like the mega America is where the X-Men are and trans um, trans Atlantis is where the beast is or whatever. The act, the mm-hmm. like previously on section actually goes through all of these. And so we've mm-hmm. got mega America, Pan-Africa, Inter-Europa and Australia, which I assume is just yeah. Australia, except filled with <laughs> my exes. And I am kind of here for yeah, that. <laughs>
1: all my exes live in Australia, mate. <laughs> Um, we never actually learned about the fate of Australia in this. Still out. We get Europe and uh (laughs) Pan Africa. Yeah, Australia. It's sad. They just got wiped out, but they were probably viable. You know? Um, but I I love these termite people. Um, and there's one person flying with them. Yes. Uh who we're gonna later learn as an X Men liaison Mm -hmm. to them.
0: Um, and so they're they're talking they're chittering back and forth uh (laughs) when uh Jean Grey shows up at what has to be the termite queen. Like she is dressed in robes, mm-hmm. she's surrounded by eggs. She goes click, click, and yep. the <laughs> X Men uh, liaison says Phoenix, and Phoenix basically explodes this entire continent. Um, yeah, we see her uh, kind of pretty f- wild, pretty pretty vicious. Like this is the kind of stuff that the Shi'ar yeah. get really mad at uh, when you just burn oh, a bunch yeah. of people alive. So yeah,
1: the she are so pissed. They're all just hanging out in Australia. Um, the, uh, so she, uh, she's doing the Lotus position in the middle of this explosion and they're doing a thing. I love it when this happens in comics because, you know, comics is not being animated. Uh, so it's always going to be a series of still shots. And then like your mind implies the motion. Mm -hmm. And this is saying like, no, this is actually still that explosion from the top is frozen like that. It's not actually a mo. you know, meant to be one step in an animation. Yeah. Um, because the, uh, the skull of Bumble boy is there. Um, trying to explain things and doesn't realize that he's dead. And she's like, no, no, you're undergoing radical atomic de- uh, atomic deconstruction. But I've suspended it so I can study it, you know, and starts talking to him. Um, mm-hmm. like holding a skull. Like, this is great. This is really cool.
0: You know, this is really, this and is really interesting. Yeah. I, I like this a lot. Yeah. Also Bumble boy. Like, did you pick that yourself or Bumble did you boy. lose a bet? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> hello,
1: Bumble boy. The, uh, um, love Bumble boy. And then you, you assemble with Tinder boy and OkCupid okay boy. Ooh. And together you form the ex-daters. <laughs> um, the, uh, you, you form the ex-boyfriends. Um, so she's, she's basically saying like, you know, your body can't handle this, but your consciousness is about to be absorbed into the white hot room, uh, which is some kind of heaven, afterlife, psychic collective of what happens when you die mm-hmm. uh,
0: in, this, in this world. We go back over to Transatlantis, where we're getting a bunch of exposition from Beast. Who said, 530 million years ago, an explosion of outlandish new species, all fighting for dominance of the Cambrian oceans, all gone within a short span of millennia, thanks to me. So... Yeah. He, he he said a lot of years. So like he said, he's been waiting around mm-hmm. for 3 billion years. Here we go. 530 million years ago where a bunch of species popped on. And basically what he's saying is that he created, he didn't create, but he set all of these different species up to fail, to fight one another and has been slowly like taken over to be the genetic supreme person. And this is not yes. just sublime, but like, this is the virus that is known as sublime. If I'm understanding this correctly.
1: Yeah. The bacteria, mm-hmm. you know, which is, which is, there to set species against each other, essentially. And it's, it's, through, it's for villain reasons, but it, it's, it's like one of these things where sometimes, you know, I go back and forth. You know, my initial thought was like, this is too simple of a motivation because I like villains with complicated motivations. And then I'm like, yeah, but he's a fucking bacteria. Yeah. You know, like, like, like a bacteria or a virus or something like that, like they don't have complex motivations. Their motivation is to survive. And he talks about having to do these things in order to survive himself. Mm-hmm you know, stop all this evolution and become like have this total control and him, him having this kind of monopurpose and having this kind of patience makes sense when you remember like, Oh, he's a fucking sentient bacteria. You know, he's, he's, he's a germ, you know? And then you you go back to like that, uh, uh, you know, the arc with him is called germ free generation. Like there's this whole, like him convincing, you know, the you men to, to be clean and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like he, that's a, the revealed in this issue or the next one is like a total lie, you know, uh, and he lies constantly because, again, you know, he just said he has a, he's a single all-consuming want.
0: Yes. And it's, you know, it's like this This is kind of fascinating because like, as you mentioned, what is a bacteria? What does a virus want like to survive and to multiply? And like, yep. if you get to a certain in a virus, it you know walks around with a villain robe and like you know creates weird phoenix eggs out of night crawlers. Like it's just going kind of wild, and I it's it's kind of cool. Like I like I kind of like this. Like yeah, this yeah. is this is interesting. I like it too, you know.
1: Um, and this is him more you know dodging Apollyon. Yeah, you know Apollyon's like, oh you know you promised me that the phoenix graphs. Um, as soon as she remembers who you are and what you did, she's going to betray you. You know, like give her brain to me. Give me her power. I'm your loyal servant. I should have destroyed all the termites. You know, and he's just like, know your place. Like he's just again, he's dodging.
0: Yes. Um. Yeah. Poor Apollyon with this. Uh. You know, how long do I have to wait for you to make me whole? Like, how many times do I have to beg you to make me whole? Like, it just sounds super sad. Like this dude sounds like he's not having a great time. I mean, he just kind of hitched his 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 cart to the wrong bus. So,
1: it, it reminds me a lot of um in Deus Ex. The uh, the leader of the Illuminati has the founder of the Illuminati frozen in his basement. Okay, and he keeps promising him he's going to thaw him out once medical technology sure. like gets there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's lying to him. You can find that out. You know, you can go there, and then you have the choice. You, know, you can go to shut him off or whatever. But it's very similar. Where he's just like, "Tell him at once that I am cold and I want to be revived." You know, he's like this old like <laughs> Southern gentleman, uh, Lucas de Beers. And uh, when you 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 go and you talk to the guys, like I, you know, we, we've had the technology for decades to bring him back, but he's more valuable to me this way. Yeah, and it's just like really straight up super villainous shit, and it's like a real similar situation.
0: Um, Beast slash Sublime tells Apollyon like, "Hey, if it was you that got the Phoenix crafts, like you going back to kill the X Men, wouldn't there would be no irony in that? Like the Phoenix was their yeah. last hope, their great redeemer, and I like the fact that like, and this is the thing that I think." every villain has like they're they want a sense of irony or they want a sense of like um gotcha to all of their plots like magneto just didn't flip the magnetic poles he had to talk about it for a while first and like this is this is this guy falling into the same kind of tropes yeah, of, yeah. oh no no i have to make it this way so that it's ironic so that a dead xavier kid yeah. will we'll see this from heaven or whatever
1: it has to be cruel mm-hmm. you know um so he's making this kind of super crawler uh, is the idea he's giving it, um, those feeder traits that, that mind worm thing. And, uh, that is the idea, you know, and he explains basically, you know, if, uh, if he controls the gene pool, he controls the future and he sends his ships towards the X-Men. Um, we, get you know, we switch over to the Institute <coughs> and the, uh, the three in one is there. They're noticing that something bad has happened in pan Africa. They can't figure out exactly what it is. And this gigantic crawler teleports in Uh, he's wheezing and they say like, Oh, it claps both of its lungs, teleporting through the shield.
0: Why would it Um, do that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah. I love that. Why would it do that? Um, these, uh, kind of reserve X-Men are trying to, uh, to fight it. Um, and they see its eyes and they start, people start getting infected by Mm -hmm. this, uh, mind crawler parasite thing that he created.
0: Yeah. And in, um, in, in the background of this is, um, a, a telepathic character who I don't recognize offhand. It doesn't really remind me of any other characters. So maybe I, but maybe I'm just not putting two and two together, but she starts talking about like, it's just like time he fell. They all fell that day on the stairs. Like, what do you talk about? Like, I could still smell those stairs. We were so hungry. Like, is this an allusion to, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I really, I have no idea what this could possibly be. So it's, it's the, the,
1: we're so hungry thing. Like it's, it's the, the feeder creature you know, is speaking for, her. I do not know what the feeder creature has to do with stairs though. Okay. Um, it makes me wonder if like the feeder thing is an allusion to, uh, you know, whatever, like maybe that's the feeder thing is based on, um, a mutant or a creature or X-Men villain that I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe Nightcrawler um, was do, doing also, some
0: shit in some different issues that we have not read. So we just don't know what's going on with Nightcrawler at this point. That,
1: totally true. Like Nightcrawler <laughs> yeah. who is in, uh, I think he this was during his solo book. And shit, like it might be some nightcrawler stuff. You know, it is difficult to say where it came from. Yeah. Um, we switch over to Transatlantis, uh, and you know, this is the beginning of the Beast fucking up, right? Like, what's crazy about this is the Beast just got impatient. You know, uh, and that is why he's losing because he didn't, you know, should not have hatched this phoenix egg. Um, you know, because he, you know, the phoenix comes back, says like the extinction sequence was carried out swiftly. They didn't have a future. You know, they had an inbuilt genetic obsolescence. Which is kind of you know the beginning of this arc with the E, for, e is for Extinction mm-hmm. thing with humans having that um, you know so if there's no future there's no loss uh, but she says actually these creatures are different uh, Beast did not expect one of the X Men to be there yes and definitely didn't expect Phoenix to talk to him
0: you and, know uh, she says she talks to this skull very Hamlet esque right now um, she mm-hmm. talks to this skull and says like tell the Beast what you told me about the X Men and you know the skull is very confused and like does not have much time before the Beast just crushes it in his hand.
1: Yep. 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 Uh, and he basically says, no, no, these are our enemies. The the diverse, the strange ones, the crooked masses of mega America forever breeding and multiplying into new and more lethal forms. I told you about them. They're Xavier's men. And there's this seed of doubt has been planted in the Phoenix. Like she's like, I think I came out of the egg too soon, Henry. Like the incubation period it is really important. What if I'm not doing the right thing? Um, weren't you a doctor? And he, at this point, you know, his sublime is losing it. Yes. At this point in a lot of ways as well, you know, uh, it's just kind of like he's making the animal noises a lot uh, and he's basically doing these villain soliloquies like, you know, he's expressing his disgust with life, you know, uh, these swarming millions faster, stronger, more adaptive and immune than the last giving birth to creatures like you, the mutants might have become immortal and unstoppable. If I left them unchecked, I had to make them fight um, presumably uh, alluding to, you know, the Magneto like the, the, the last arc. Yeah. So we we go over to our, our buddy uh Murmax. <laughs> the uh the gambit
0: whale the the mutant whale uh i like this like brief diversion into uh assassin's creed black flag black flag like <laughs> naval combat and i, yeah. I really want More this piercings. mod where we've got a bunch of yeah. like pirate nightcrawlers shooting a mutant whale that talks with an irish accent like where's my so-called mm-hmm. rendezvous it's very yeah, very yeah. strange um and I, like i
1: love that that the whale when he's in trouble he goes endangered species alert <laughs> <laughs> i think <that's- laughs> funny
0: <laughs> they'll make tallow and soap oh me <laughs> like yeah <laughs> um that's really it's really good and
1: the, the x-men have arrived in their in their blackbird um and this you know, i love this as well um they're just like psychic screamers and they start you know doing this psychic assault on all the crawlers uh and then they say save the whale uh which I, again i think is very cute
0: Cassandra Nova saying, like, whoever heard of an 80 ton crybaby whale is for is very hilarious to me too. Yeah, yeah. Um I Super like that these good. nightcrawlers, like, they have weird wings and they're also like hooked up to what look like giant harpoon guns. <laughs> like they, yeah, they got go, mega harpoons. Fucking great, dude. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they are they are kitted out. Like they they knew the boss when they were going into the dungeon, right? Like they brought the right yeah. materials. <laughs>
1: um so uh Rover, the sentinel comes in and starts smashing them. And Cassandra Nova and Martha are talking. And again, they're they're old friends. I, you know, and this is where they're setting up in kind of a sloppy way, uh, revealing this stuff. Yeah. You know, so like, um she's like, Oh, well, of course you can still call me Ernst. He was my favorite artist. You know, and it's like, oh, like now we know this is Ernst, you know, again, just kind of underlining that thing as Cassandra Nova, which is put in the body of stuff. And then became Ernst, yeah. and then grew into Cassandra Nova.
0: And she says that she's in a synthetic alien body that's light years from the nearest bloody spare part. Like, so she like that yeah. right there kind of tells us what why Cassandra Nova is still around and looks basically the same.
1: Yep, yep, because yep. uh, she grew up from Ernst. Um, there's this great little bit with uh, Tito, and uh, and Wolverine. Where he's like, "Do I get to do the fastball special, Wolverine? You know how much that means to me." Uh, and then he tosses Wolverine. Uh, it's really cute. Yeah, but then he says, "Now I'm ready to kick the Grim Reaper's bootay," which I, I like less because as we talked about Grant Morrison slang, not always the
0: best. I don't know. I mean, like we're basic, we're like on the cusp of millennials, so like we both like to eat the bootay, right? Like I mean, we can say bootay well, yeah, if we wanted course, to, of course, dude. Okay, like
1: yeah, man. It, like and I post about it all the time. I've got my secret Twitter account where it's entirely about eating assholes. Yeah, sure. Like nonstop, nonstop.
0: Call you the Brown uh, Star All Star, am I right, Gary? <laughs>
1: Hell yes. <laughs> Love it. It's the only thing that matters. Um, uh, <laughs> the, yeah.
0: so Rover and Tom are are mixing in the fight. We go from and this is this is the problem I uh, this is a big problem for me. Like there's a panel oh, yeah. where uh Eva and uh, Tom are both like in full action mode. He's shooting guns and kicking people. She's got a spear mm-hmm. for her at one hand and an axe for the other. Rover's going yep. crazy, shooting beams. And then, like, two panels later, everybody's dead. And, like, Rova, Rova, Jesus, Eva and Tom are giving <laughs> each other a hug.
1: He just gave Tom's wet dream right there, man. Can you imagine? <laughs>
0: Combine David Rova? <laughs> my, my dad bot <laughs> my and my fuck bot. Oh, my, my God. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my therapist is going to go crazy for this one.
1: <clears throat> um, so he looks over and, and Tom out of nowhere is like, listen, this could be the last day of my life. And I have to tell you something just in case you saved my life. You know, and he, it's like, where is this coming from? Like, this is such, you know, dumb horse shit. Uh, and Rover looks at this and is distracted, uh, and just lets himself get, you know, bodied by all these crawlers. Um, until he finally says something other than destroy, he says, Tom, um, which should be really sad. Uh, I just, I don't buy this arc and I don't care about, you know, Tom Skylark.
0: Who cares? Like, I don't care about their relationship because you didn't show it to me. Like all you showed is that they were buds and that's really it.
1: And, you know, it it kind of, uh, we, we talked about this a lot, but highlights that disconnect with the character work in this arc, which is just like this whole reality gets erased. Like that's the point, you know? Yeah. Um, Wolverine. He's killed a lot of night crawlers. Uh, he secured the bridge, uh, Rover commits suicide, jumps in the water and Tom, uh, takes the black pill and he's extremely, uh, sad and starts crying and asking him to come back. Yes. Um, he's going to be really, really sad. Uh, as this is happening,
0: Eva starts jerking him off and he is not in the mood. Like she said, like, get no, no, your, no, no, yeah. get it's your weird robot leaders. hand away from me. I'm just, yeah, yeah. not now, Yeah,
1: <laughs> not now, but phantom X used to always like this when he was grieving. um, the uh so you know he's like all my life he raised me he gave me food when i was a baby you know uh even saying don't blame yourself it's like well you're kind of being a dick um and uh beak uh or yeah beak says like, he tito looks over and says beak, hey yeah. tito yeah um tito is his real name um and because he's named after the jacksons of course if you, mm-hmm. if you recall uh mm-hmm. that's uh what she did um so he's like uh you know Wolverine's like, you got a visual and he's like, well, you know, that big old bombastic battle plan with the seven of us X-Men storming transatlantis and saving the world from the menace of genetic tyranny. It looked a lot better before the sun came up and there's just like millions of crawlers and this light and Wolverine's like, that's not the sun. Make peace with your God. Um, I wish this was
0: like, I wish like that's not the sun that ain't the sun right like that because the panel doesn't quite match up with the script very well no. like and i I kind of wish like we would see like some weird fucking sun looking thing in this but all we get is a little bit of pink from like yeah. the second panel and like i know what it's what they're supposed to do and like they're they want me to be afraid of gene gray at this they want me to be afraid of the phoenix but it's not reflected in the art at all so i'm like okay now um but yeah, the, 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 visual of all of the crawlers flying in the sky with like lightning behind it and all of the ships have spikes on them, even if they don't need spikes. Very cool. Super, super cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um,
1: we, we cut over to the Institute, um, and the three and one are having a hard time with us. Um, everybody, you're saying everyone defend the wall, uh, because they're being attacked attacked, but people are slowly getting taken over by that mind virus. Um, it's not good.
0: No, not not at uh, all. Yeah.
1: You, know, you know. And as this is happening, Xavier starts cry- the Xavier statue starts crying blood. <laughs> uh, a little on the nose. I the, the um, you know Mary full of grace. Uh, It's it's just it's it's very funny
0: to me. It's uh um, I mean it's a lot it's, it's a, a lot much. it's a lot like what are we what are we doing yeah. to Xavier here like what are we starting to say about Xavier right now because I disagree with all of it <laughs> unless yes, he's just Saint, Saint xavier <laughs> yeah unless unless <laughs> he's got like dry fucking eyes and they're bleeding I I, I disagree with a lot of it yeah. um but I yeah. do like this like you know eat mind eat meat feed or eat feed or eat grow grow grow, grow. and it like starts getting into cerebra and the three and one um and. Yeah the three in one shout out X-Men emergency. It wants to eat the world and we can't stop it. And, uh, we cut over to Wolverine. Who's like, Oh yeah. And then she's standing there looking at a freshly kitted out Jean gray, who now has the bad Phoenix symbol on her chest and nothing else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I mean, she's wearing pants, but she's, they're weird pants. It's like, it's like a pair of leggings and then also a vagina cover. Yeah. Like they're like disconnected. It's It's just like dark pubes. Um, the, uh, and I, you know, I, you know, morning genie. I see you came dressed for a tussle, which is, uh, which is cute. Yeah. Uh, and then the next issue is the final issue.
0: Yep. Uh, um, the end of this one, a lot more stuff happening here. Uh, once again, like I think it, we're on record for the Tom Skylark rover stuff kind of falling flat for me. Um a lot of cool a lot of cool like fight stuff though and a lot of like cool visuals. This feeder thing is really rad. Like I just the ability to take down like the entire institute from the inside like that. Just brute force is really, really scary. Like it makes Beast and Celeste Sublime into a completely compelling and like terrifying villain.
1: It's pretty good. You know, and this next issue has tons of payoff. Like, I, I really, really like the conclusion of this. Yeah, me too. Um, It kind of reminds me, like, the next issue has a lot of um, just Wolverine and Jean talking. You know, it reminds mm-hmm. me of when they were on the spaceship. And that, that's one of the best relationships that Grant Morrison, you know, really, you know, he didn't create, but he, he stewarded
0: very well. It's, you know, it's weird because if you just straight up asked me, I'd be like, yeah, like Wolverine is kind of a plague. Oh, my God. Two cows are fucking in front of my window. Oh. Yeah. I guess that would do was How's a three that, pu- that dude was a three pump chump. I guess he's done <laughs> that was it that was <laughs> that was as long as it took <laughs> The neighbors across the street Make used to have Jeremy. used to have horses and now they have cows and now cows do random things in front of my windows now, so like I just no. stayed out here talk about the x men <laughs> um Anyway, if you just straight up asked me, I'd be like, yeah, Wolverine was kind of a plague on a lot of the X comics because it felt like every X comic had to have him in some form or another. Uh, But like Grant Morrison uses him so well throughout this entire series. Like these just the stuff with Scott, like the stuff with Weapon X, the stuff with Gene, like just all real solid work with Wolverine. And very rarely does he like go feral. Like he only does it the one time when they're getting attacked by the Shi'ar, Cassandra Nova infected people. Yeah.
1: When we, when we do the wrap up episode, you know, we talk about our general feelings of this, like it is really difficult for me to tell which is the most improved character for this arc, either Wolverine or Jean Grey or um, Wolverine or Scott rather. His mm-hmm. um, Jean Grey is great as well, but like Scott and Wolverine are two characters I didn't have a lot of affection for that. I came out of this arc having a lot more affection for, Yeah, you know, I, th- I think, I think he gets both those characters in a way that's really cool. Um, yeah. So that, that's it for this issue. Yep. This episode. Um, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com dot slash We appreciate it. Uh, three bucks gives you episodes in batches, um, Slack, and then five dollars gets you a bunch of stuff. Then ten dollars gets you more, and it only gets better from there. Uh, and you're you're supporting your boys.
0: We appreciate yeah, it. I use that money for cocaine. It's great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I use it to pay cows to fuck in front of Jeremy's window. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like honestly if you could just donate some more i need more cow fucking and i kind of need some more cocaine to watch all this cow fucking so if you guys could really yeah, you know yeah, like, if you could, if you could make the days of future cast bump a literal bump for me i would appreciate that yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah the cow fucking bump uh <laughs> get to do um
0: mm. and a reminder we're going to be doing our feedback episode so if you want to write in and tell us your thoughts on new x-men um if we miss something or if there's a cool piece of lore that you want us to talk about DaysofutureCast.com slash contact or DM us over on Twitter at D-O-F-C podcast and we will read your words on the air. Uh thanks for listening. We'll be back mm-hmm. in a couple more days with the conclusion of Here Comes Tomorrow.